as people call their relatives. They didn't say, pay the mortgage, send in the check for the Lexus. No, no. They said, tell Billy, I love him. Our little baby will be born. Tell our baby, I was there. I love that baby. Yes, when it comes down to it, what do we really need? What is really important? From Chicago, it's the Old St. Pat's Podcast Sunday Series, a show that highlights weekly reflections from Old St. Patrick's Church. If your house was burning down and you only had seconds to escape, what would you take with you? In these dire moments, the superficial items and material goods we idolize evaporate, and we quickly cut through the fluff and decipher what is truly important. As we commemorate the 150th anniversary of the Great Chicago Fire that killed over 300 people, destroyed 3.3 square miles of our city, and left more than 100,000 residents homeless, we take time to reflect on what really matters. So that's why in today's episode, Father Ken Velo reviews the pillars of our faith and how they will help us demonstrate our love for one another. The minimum and the maximum. That's right, the minimum and the maximum. That was my theme when I began my remote preparation for the Sunday's Gospel. I must say that I had an experience just before I came here to Mass. You see, I live in the Emerald. That's the building behind Mariano, across from Mariano's and Greek Islands. And it's about a block and a half away from here. The maximum, all these runners are coming at me as I'm walking over the bridge of Monroe Street to get to church. My problem was I had a hard time walking a half a block and coming over here up the stairs. The maximum, the minimum. I was thinking about the minimum and the maximum as I began work on the homily on Sunday night, more on Monday, because I had to preach at the Shirley Ryan Ability Lab, where I serve as chaplain. Tuesday afternoons, I have mass at five o'clock for the following Sunday. We read the gospel for the Sunday to come because people will not be able to get to church on the following Sunday. And I read this gospel. I sort of saw two gospels here. I sort of saw two teachings. I saw, in a sense, the minimum, and I saw the maximum. The minimum, the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not the very minimum. Remember somewhere someone stuck something in my mind. They said, you know, the, the Ten Commandments, they're so, so negative. Thou shalt not. I really like to look at the Beatitudes because they're so much more positive. Sometimes in my effort to synthesize things, I try to get to the very core of things. I remember once giving a homily here and I really wasn't prepared that Sunday. So I just said an eight word homily act justly, love tenderly, walk humbly with God. I was thinking of six words that we could say that synthesize the Ten Commandments. Love the Lord, live the gospel. And I was also thinking of something that happened on Tuesday night as I took the elevator up to the 10th floor where the chapel is located at Shirley Ryan. There, there were four words on the side of the elevator. 
Perhaps they were the commandments of the Shirley Ryan Ability Lab. Basically, it said, respect, dignity, kindness, and compassion. Four words that perhaps summarize all of the words in the Ten Commandments. Four words that perhaps could be given to any couple as they sit here for the celebration of their Mass. Four words that perhaps all of us could use as an examine of conscience when we go to bed at night. Have I respected? Have I showed dignity? Have I showed kindness or compassion? Respect. To understand the other. To offer respect. How often we see waiters and those serving at tables maybe not getting the respect that they should. To say thank you, to say please. All the things we learned about in kindergarten. Respect of others as to who they are and not stereotype them, not put them into categories or boxes, but look at them in human life. These days we're talking about respect life as we used to call it during this month of dignity and respect as we look at the life issues, the unborn, to those who suffer with disabilities and all those from the womb to death. Respect. Dignity. Dignity. I saw something that was interesting. Lord, may I die in grace, with dignity, and swiftly. Dignity. Everyone is a dignitary because all are special. The dignity of life itself, as we struggle these days and look at all that's happening in Washington over the coverage of different laws that have been with us for all time. Dignity, that people may look with dignity at life and dignity at their own lives as to who they are and what they are about. Kindness. You've heard me use the word kindness many times because kindness changes everything. A mitzvah is a kindness done for someone when few others know about it in the Jewish community. Kindness, yeah, it does change everything. Stop and think. I, I was a young priest and I began work at the chancery. My mentor, uh, Father Dick Keating, was there and he said, Ken, there's three words, three things, three concepts that are important here at the chancery when you start working and when you continue working. Sort of sat at the edge of my chair wondering what those words were. And he said, kindness, kindness, kindness. It changes everything. And compassion, compassion. To put yourselves into another person's shoes. I attended and offered the invocation of a judge in the circuit court. The Justice of the Supreme Court, this was a few years ago, spoke to him one-on-one, -on -one, even though there were others in the room. And she said, you know, there will be people who come before you who do not have the education that you did, who do not have the example of parents that you've had, that have not had the experiences you've, you had in life to bring you to this point. Treat them with compassion, to put oneself into another person's shoes, so to speak. Those four words perhaps are the, the commandments of the Shirley Ryan Ability Land. They perhaps are the words that we could summarize the Ten Commandments with. That's the minimum. 
What about the maximum? That poor man, he wanted eternal life. He wanted it very desperately. And Jesus sort of pushed him to the limit. Go and sell what you have and give to the poor. It's interesting getting the thumbnail sketch of the saints that we have, sitting in the sacristy, reading about them the night before, looking at the founders of communities, the Norbertines, the Augustinians, the Jesuits, the Franciscans, the Dominicans, the Vincentians, usually those who were part of those religious communities of men and women, sometimes had a great deal of wealth. But it was poverty of spirit that brought them to understand that those things weren't quite as important as other things in life. And so they formed these movements, these communities, these groups, the congregations that went out into the world and, and did tremendous things. France of Assisi said something extremely powerful to those who were sent out in mission. Francis wasn't a priest, he was a deacon. He was a deacon. But he sent them out and said, remember, Remember, in the end, all you will have left is what you've given away. All you will have left is what you've given away. How true that is. I said to somebody, there's, there's no pockets in the shroud. The person came back and said, there's no luggage racks on a hearse. We come into this world with very little. The gowns that they wrapped the children in at Lutheran General Northwestern Christ Hospital, little company, those gowns are transformed into other gowns that people enter into hospice or close their eyes and go into the arms of God. We come into this world with very little. We do not leave with anything. I was thinking about that too in terms of what happened 150 years ago on October 8th, 9th, and 10th. Thinking about the 300 people that perished here in the city of Chicago. It was a very, very dry summer and there was another fire that went on for a period of time. The fire people here were exhausted. But all they needed was one more smoke and spark, and everything would happen. And that's just what happened. And poor Mrs. O'Leary, she was blamed for everything. But that spark ignited the fire that spread across this land that we now enjoy, this city of Chicago. 300 people perished. A third of people lost their businesses or homes. People fled, went into the lake to seek comfort, moved on further. The fire jumped the Chicago River, never thought that would. But when they left their homes, what did they take with them? What was important to them? What about those people in the forest fires in California, the people in the tornadoes and the hurricanes in Florida? What did they take with them when they have to evacuate? They don't take that much, only the essentials, what they need. We don't need much in this life. Look at what happened 20 years ago in the towers as people call their relatives. They didn't say, pay the mortgage. Send in the check for the Lexus. No, no. They said, tell Billy, I love him. Our little baby will be born. Tell our baby, I was there. I love that baby. Yes, when it comes down to it, what do we really need? What is really important? Look at your closets. Look at all the things we collect. I'm guilty of that, too. I have things there I really have a hard time throwing out. 
they always say, if you haven't used it in a year, pitch it. Well, those two homilies, I think, are there. Those two gospels are there. The, the minimum, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. But do something rather than just not doing something. And the maximum, giving up we had, looking at what really is important, what truly matters, what stands for life itself. Well, I'm going to end it here because I know I need the energy to walk back to my apartment a block away. And I leave you with that thought. That thought. Respect. Dignity. Kindness. Compassion. That may be all we need to live and then inherit the kingdom of God. Time now for announcements and events. With COVID-19, food deserts, and increased isolation, our low-income seniors need us more than ever. So we invite you to participate in the Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly annual fall food drive on Sunday, October 17th. Drop off donations in person at any Mass on the 17th or participate online. For the Amazon link and the full grocery list of items to donate, please visit the Crossroads publication. Mark your calendar for our drive-in movie night on Friday, October 22nd. Bring your family and friends to watch Matilda at the Drive-In Movie Theater in Pilsen. For all the details, please visit bit.ly slash ospfm movie night. Do you need a little break from the hustle and bustle of the city? Enjoy a day of silence immersed in the colors of autumn during our Day of Centering Prayer at the Morton Arboretum on Wednesday, October 20th. The day will begin with conversation over breakfast and include walking meditation amongst the beauty of nature. The day of centering will begin at 8.30 a.m. For all the details and to register, visit bit.ly slash centeringprayeroct20. Thank you for listening to today's episode. The homily was originally given at the 10 a.m. Mass on Sunday, October 10th by Father Ken Velo. For more information about all resources available, visit our website at oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Old St. Pat's app. Find us on Twitter at Old St. Pat's and on Instagram at Old St. Pat's Chicago. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast.